Welcome again, beloved saints of God. Welcome to today's message. And the topic for today's message is Prosperity Gospel Exposed. Yes, I'm going to expose the prosperity gospel, right? So before we get into this message, let us invite the presence of God in this message. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Lord, we thank you for waking us up in our right minds, Lord God. A new day, Lord Jesus. New mercies, Lord God. We thank you for all the wonderful things that you have done in our lives so far. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. We thank you for food to eat, Lord God. Close to where? A place to lay our heads, Lord Jesus. We thank you for being such a good provider, such such a good God to us, Lord God. You're just a prior away heavenly father and so whenever we 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 wake up we have to give you thanks Lord god because so many people they did not wake up this morning lord god so many people they're in pain lord god they're sick there's some something is wrong right but we wake up and we we are fine so we give you thanks we know that we cannot praise you in the grave so while we are on this earth while we have breath we will sing praises to you, Lord God. We will lift up your name because that's what we were created for, to lift up your name, to sing praises to you, to give you honor and glory. Yes, Jesus, that's what you created us to do, to praise you. So today we give you thanks for, for being the God that you are, Lord God. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will expose this prosperity gospel, my Father, that you will that you will trample upon it my father because it is it is taking it is leading your children astray my father and i know that you're hungry i know that you're upset because the devil has no taking over the gospel and is now trying to destroy it but my father we know that you you won you're the winner and nobody or no one can take your gospel and try to destroy it but today lord god we are going to expose this evil doctrine that they have doctrines of devils we are going to expose a eh, we are going to expose it today yes jesus so many people are going to hell because of this gospel but today we're going to blow it wide open because somebody needs to expose it yes so i pray lord jesus that your your holy spirit will be all over yes jesus and that those who listen those who are a part of this gospel my father you will convict them my father that they will run to you in repentance yes jesus take full control have your way in jesus name i pray amen so The Bible verse for today is, is Galatians 1, verse 8 to 9. No, you should have your Bibles by now. Whenever I, 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 upload, I upload messages every day, right? So you should have, whenever you see this, you should have your Bibles because you need to follow me in, in your Bible. So Galatians 1, verse 8 to 9. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than which we have preached unto you, that is the gospel of Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. Those 
But though we are any angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So any, if anybody, and if it's even an angel from heaven, preach something other than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let them be accursed. That's what the Bible is saying. Right? As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that he, than that he have received, let them be accursed. So he said it two times. Right, twice. He said it in verse 8 and verse 9. He repeat himself. So you can see how dangerous this is so anybody who comes to you with a gospel other than jesus christ let them be a curse let curse fall upon them and we see all over where prosperity gospel is taking over the world taking over the true gospel and people are so eager to follow this tickling ear doctrine this tickling ear doctrine of devils and they're falling for it and they, it is leading you to hell. You're at the doorway. You're at, the, you're at hell's doorway when you listen to these things. When you follow this doctrine. Right? So prosperity gospel is a religious. What, that's what they claim. A religious belief among some Protestant Christians. That financial blessing and physical well-being are always the will of God for them. And that faith, positive speech, and donations to religious causes will increase one's material wealth. This false gospel promotes idolatry and is contrary to, to the scripture. Right? It, is, it promotes idolatry and it is contrary to the scripture. These things don't match up with scripture. They open the Bible, but what they, they twist the word of God to suit themselves, right? These wicked people, they twist the word of God to suit themselves. And you have people who are in these places. When you look at the mega pastors, their churches, they don't have churches. It's, it's like arenas, the, the huge place they have filled with people who are dumb who are blind and they are naked because they don't know the truth. They don't have Jesus Christ in their hearts. I'm telling you these things. Don't you think that God is angry? Don't you think that the Messiah is so upset? Why can't you just open your Bibles and read for yourselves? You go to these, pe these pastors. They want money every minute. I hear one come out and say, Oh, I need a new jet. Can you imagine? A new jet. <laughs> Because the people, they, they, they're, so, they're, so, they're so dumb that they don't understand that they've been lied to. They've been tricked by these devils, right? So, this form of false teaching prey on people's pocket and it exploits the poor. People who no longer go to church to work. They, when, when, you know, with prosperity gospel, the thing is, people are not going to church to worship God. They're not going to church to form a relationship with God. They're going to church to demand that God bless them by giving, um, by, by giving donations, by, by having faith. But they don't know God. So why should God bless you and he doesn't know you? 
That's a question you should ask yourself. You're living against his rules, right? You don't walk in his word. You don't walk in his statutes. You don't obey his command. The word of God says, those who love me would keep my commandments. So you're not keeping any of the Lord's commandments, right? You're breaking them. But yet when you go to church, you give some donations, but you expect to receive a house. You expect to get healed. You expect to... to to get a raise in salary what do you think who do you think god is god is no respecter of persons he's not going to respect you if you have money or anything like that he doesn't respect anyone he is god you should respect him and you go into his house and and pretend that oh i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give that and then look even 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 cain even cain right even cain made a sacrifice look the lord ate it thank you jesus thank you lord cain even cain made a made a sacrifice unto the lord but what the lord did not respect his sacrifice do you think that you can go in the house of god and then you can just bring certain things you can do this you wake up and you fast and pray the lord did not lead you into a fasting you only you're only starving yourself to death because the Lord is not looking at you, right? Even Cain gave a sacrifice. The Lord ate it. He did not respect the sacrifice that Cain did because he did not do it from his heart. So if you go to these churches and you follow this doctrine of devils and you believe that, oh, they can, you can give this, you can give that and you can do this and you can do that and the Lord will bless you. He will not bless you. That's why... These pastors are getting richer and their congregation is getting poorer because the God that they worship, Mammon, cannot give blessings. The only person that can bless you is God Almighty. No other being, no other thing can give you a blessing. But these, the God that these people worship, the prosperity gospel, yes, there's a God they worship, but he's not our God. Is not the God of the Bible. Is not the God of Abraham. Is not the God of Isaac and Jacob. Is not. Is not Him. It is Mammon. That is the God they worship. And so, you you will not receive a blessing, no matter how much you give, because the God that can gives blessing is not looking at you, right? Is not looking at you. You're running around, going to these churches, even three times a day, praying. Who are you praying to? Right? Who are you praying to? Come on. Christ is at the door. The Bible says that whosoever preach a gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, let them be a curse. These people are cursed. And if you follow, if you're in their religion, if you follow this thing that they have, because it, it, I don't know, it is a thing. If you follow and you're a part of it, you will be cursed as well because you're following after doctrines of devils. You're following, following these things. This is not the gospel that Jesus Christ preached. This is not it. He came and he look at the miracles that, 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 that our Lord did. Did he ask for money? People, saints of God, did he ask once for money? No. He says freely give, freely receive. You freely receive it, freely give. That's what he taught when he sent out his disciples to preach. They should not have any money in their pockets. 
saints of God, you should know the word. You should know the word. I know sometimes because of life situation and because of certain things we get, we get hooked on this gospel because, you know, sometimes we want that healing. We want that job and we want certain things. And so because we, we don't, we don't read the word, you know, we're caught up, you know, you want that healing. But so you try to go the, the, the quick route to get it. But they'll know that's not how it works. That's not how God works. You have to pray earnestly. You have to seek him earnestly. If you're not living for God, why should he take up his blessing and give it to you? Just as if somebody, you know, somebody doesn't like you or they treat you so, so bad. Right? And they're going to just come and ask for something. You will, you will feel upset in a way like, wow. You, you treat me like that and you want me to give, give you something, you, even you would think like that. So God has feelings, right? Why would you go to him? You're not living good for him. Your money, your sacrifice doesn't mean anything to him. Just as Cain's, the people that go to these churches, their sacrifices are just like Cain's. God does not respect it. He does not want it. He does not look at it. He's like, who are you? I don't... Yeah. So you need to understand that you have to go the right route for you to get blessings from God. You have to seek him to have a, 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 a true relationship with him. Get to know him. Get to love him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. When you seek his kingdom... When you love him truly from your heart, he will bless you. Miracles, blessings will come. You don't have to go to these mega pastors, these churches. Not just mega pastors, you have churches too. Every second they want money. They want money and they don't help. They don't do street outreach. But you have little churches that are coming up that they know that they should do street outreach. They don't beg for money. The Lord says we... Freely, freely give, freely, freely receive, freely give. That's how it is. You don't beg. These people are begging. Even when the Lord sent out his disciples, he told them not to take anything. No money in their pockets. No shoes. No scripture. Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. When you go, you preach. Because you, the, the Holy Spirit will preach through you. So you can see, if you read and understand the Bible, all these things that the Lord is saying, right? In Matthew 26, verse 11, Jesus made a very powerful statement that the poor we have always. That means that God will, that means that it is not God's will for everyone to be wealthy. This is the point. Search it up yourselves. Matthew 26 verse 11. Jesus made this powerful statement that the poor you have always. That means it is not God's will for everyone to be wealthy. Because the, the, the Messiah says that poor will always be here. But the gospel of the devil, they tell you that God wants everyone to be wealthy. No, that is the first part where I expose it. The Bible said, God said, or Messiah says that you poor will always be, poor people will always be amongst you. But they tell you that um, God wants everyone to be wealthy, right? 
But this religious spirit behind the prosperity gospel is clearly telling people that if they give to religious causes, God will increase one's material wealth. Right? 1 Timothy 6 verse 10. We're going to go there and see. Now this, this, this thing has get me. Wow. You know, I want to preach. I want to shout because I get so upset with these people. First Timothy 6 verse 10. 6 and verse 10. Right? For the word for the word of God says, For the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after they have heard from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. See, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith. So because the love of money, they have changed from their faith and gone running after doctrines of devils because the love of money, right? The teaching is clearly, this teaching is clearly changing the gospel. They, they're trying. We know that the devil cannot reign. He cannot, he cannot go more than what the, the distance that God has given him. Right? But they want to corrupt. They want to, they want to, 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 to corrupt the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we know. Right? In Matthew 22 verse 17 to 21. The Pharisees, they spoke to Jesus about money. I'm going to paraphrase this. It is interesting to know that our Messiah didn't have a penny in his pocket. So they asked him about, you know, the coin, about who, if they should pay tax. Right? They were trying to tempt our Lord. But, you know, our Lord, (laughs) before you ask a question, before you think it, the Lord knows saints that's how he is so he's in their minds all throughout he's there but he's in their mind he can hear everything clearly all right so it is interesting to know that he did not have a penny in his pocket right he had to ask somebody for money and what what when our messiah speaks about what did he calls it a piece of money that means it's not important to him right we're going to go to matthew Matthew 17, verse 21. Let's go there and see what our Messiah says about it. It's, he calls it a piece of money. Isn't, it that, isn't that interesting that he will, call it, he will call it a piece of money? Because it's not important to him. A piece means, he didn't say a, mo- a, um, a money or a coin. He said a piece. So it, is, it shows you that it's not important, Right? All right, verse 21. Matthew 17, verse 24. All right? Okay, Matthew 17, verse 24. All right, to 25. Okay, I'm just going to read 27. So they came, I'm going to paraphrase the rest and I'm going, I'm going to read 27. So when they came to Capernaum, right? 
they they were supposed to give tribute money i don't know what they probably um tax something for the church or for the for the for the church or something like that right but they didn't have any jesus and P- and and peter did not have any money right so the 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 guys came up to peter and asked if th- doesn't your master pay tribute taxes or anything no they're coming to god the creator of this world who owns everything and asking for 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 tribute right but jesus you know he says um what thinkest thou simon peter that's 25 of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute of their own children or of strangers right now peter said unto him to him they are the children said unto them to him of strangers right they are then are the children free that's what our messiah says so he said notwithstanding lest we should offend them go to the sea cast and hook and take up the fish that first cometh up and when thou hast opened his mouth thou shalt find a piece of money and take it and give unto them for me and thee so here even the messiah and his disciples didn't have any money but look at this miracle that he did right they didn't have any money peter didn't have they didn't they, they didn't want to beg they didn't want to have offend anyone hey they did not want to offend anyone. The Bible, the, the Messiah says, lest we offend anyone. So for the Lord to have a money, a piece of money, what did he do? He make a miracle. He created a miracle in that moment. And he sent Peter to go and get and, and, and to cast his hook in the sea. The first fish that came up opened his mouth. A piece of money is there. The Lord didn't have money on him to give to these kings. These kings of the earth is God, is the creator of all things. Every resource on this earth belongs to him. But at that moment, he didn't have it. And so he he created a miracle in that moment for a piece of money to be in the fish in the fish mouth can't you see that money is not important to the Lord. But these people, they tell you that that um, um, the Lord wants everybody to be rich and to be wealthy and these things, right? So he sent Peter to go. I find this so interesting to go in the sea and cast and hook and take at the first fish, right? And in its mouth, you'll find a piece of money. Isn't that interesting, right? Piece of money because it is of no importance to him. He had no money to pay tribute tax. Yet he performed a miracle by allowing a fish to have money. Can you see? So who God wants to be wealthy, he will allow them to be wealthy. Right? Even a fish, he, could, he can allow to have a piece of coin in his mouth. So you, if you are truly seeking the kingdom of God, the Bible says, everything will be added unto you. If the Lord can make a fish to have a piece of money, why can't he do it to you if you're seeking him with 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 a with a with a good heart right not seeking him to be wealthy but a good heart so right so the miracle proved the lord's omniscience for he knew of the fish in the sea with the coin he made the fish of that money right so that is a miracle right if the lord can discern the money of the fish in the sea can he not discern your need right can he not provide your needs these people they don't have faith in God that's the problem right 
That's why so many have, have been deceived by these, this gospel, right? So, this gospel is sending millions to hell. In these churches, there is a God, as I said before, that they pray to, but it's not our God. It is not our God. In Matthew 6, verse 24, the, our Messiah says that no servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. Right? So we are going to go to Matthew 6, verse 24. There's a lot of Bible verses today. Matthew 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You, he cannot serve God and mammon. Now these people, they are not serving our God. They are serving mammon. That's it. They don't know our God. They are serving mammon. Right? They are serving mammon. Right? So these people, they have hated the word of God. The true God because the love the, because the love of their God you know the Bible says that you cannot serve two masters you will love one and hate the other so the, our true God they don't like the teachings that's why they, they try to they try to change the scriptures to fit to their liking right but they love the God Mormon because this is the God that they worship when you go to these churches and you pray, you're praying to Mammon, I'm telling you. Right? Because, let me see what I've written down here. They have hated the word of God, our true God. The true God because the love, they love the God of wealth. Right? Mammon, when the Bible speaks of Mammon, Mammon is the God of wealth. Earthly goods property riches mammon is the things of this world that can divert your attention and love from god to the pleasures and comforts of earthly desires right with the worship of mammon all will with the worship of mammon all these people they have lost greed dishonesty worldly gain they're full they're full of 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 all sorts of sin because what money is the root of all evil so when you go to these churches because you want to be blessed because of money all sorts of evil starts to grow in your heart and when before you know it you're just as the devil i'm telling you these things and it is true right don't you see how evil these pastors are look at them when you if you even try to if you even try to listen to their sermon for one just a little bit you don't feel anything why they don't have the holy spirit behind them they're empty shells whenever you hear word of god you should feel the power because it, it can connect with you but when you listen to these people they're they're empty it's like a it's like a business meeting a boring business meeting their their messages because they don't have the spirit of god behind them they're empty vessels filled with the devil right that's what they are so we say that the worship of mammon that it brings lust greed and dishonesty right it and it is an idol who are caught in this trap 
it is an it is an idol of materialism money is the god for the prosperity gospel money is their god right money is the god that they worship money is the god that that's why you will never receive a a a, a blessing or you'll never get healed because where you're going this this thing this idol cannot these are these are deaf blind and dumb idols that's what the bible calls them how could man you know they have a image for mama as well how could man create something and then ex- expect it to speak to them it is dumb you can't breathe life you can't breathe you can't do any only god can create and give life that's why it says that you should not create any image of anything in the heavens on the earth or are on are in the sea because it is, you cannot give life to it and it is a sin and an abomination to our lord right our messiah warns us about this prosperity gospel that is leading so many people astray he warned us let's go to uh let's go to matthew matthew 6 verse 33 the prosperity gospel is all over in matthew you can search it out matthew 6 verse 33 the bible says but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 9, verse 21. Okay? Matthew 9, verse 21. For sh- Matthew 19, sorry. Matthew 19, verse 21. All right, this speaks about a young man, right, who came up to a Messiah and said, um, all, the, the, all these things have I kept from my youth. Hop, what lack I yet? So he's telling the Messiah that he has kept all his commandments. He has done everything from his youth. Hop, but there, he, he's asking the Messiah if he, if he lacks anything, right? Now the Messiah replied and said, He's the greatest teacher. I'm telling you that we, you know, we, you should yearn to sit at the Messiah's feet and listen to him teach. That is, my, that is something that I look forward to, to sit as it, at his feet and listen to him preach. Because whenever you read the Bible and you, you hear him, He's so full of wisdom and truth. And, you know, I can't. You need, saints of God, this is something that you need to yearn for. To listen to her Messiah teach. Because I'm telling you, there's only truth and wisdom in him. Right? He's such a great teacher. Right? That's why when he, he went into the synagogue to, the, to this fake pharisees who believe that they study the word all their lives and they know everything a little boy he brought silence in the synagogue why <laughs> because he, uh, his, his wisdom is divine he is god he's god his wisdom is divine and these pharisees they're saying like who is this isn't this the son of mary isn't this isn't he a carpenter they look down on him why because of the truth the wisdom that he has Right? Listen to what he tells the, the, the boy, the young man. If thou will be perfect, right? 
So the guy went to him and says and told him that he kept everything. And he's asking if he lacks any anything, right? So our Messiah replied and said, right? Though if thou wilt be perfect, that means he was not perfect. There was something that he was lacking, right? So you have to li- read and discern what he said. If thou wilt be perfect. So he was not perfect. So in the man's heart, he knew he was not perfect. He thought that he was perfect, but he wanted the Messiah to say that he is perfect. But he said, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. So he wasn't following him. He kept all those things, but he wasn't following him. He wasn't, he, he didn't know the Lord. But in his mind, just as how we as Christians, we think that we are doing fine and we are going to go to heaven. No, you cannot think this. You have to repent every day because our hearts are very, are very evil. It, fill, it can fill us up with deception. It can deceive us just as this man. Because he, th- he, he, he said, I've, I've kept everything from my youth up. What have I lacked? The Lord says, if you, are, if you want to be perfect, sell all that you have. Give to the poor and follow me. I'm telling you that the young man was not pleased. Right? Listen to 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Hey, thank you, Jesus. And these people, they have jet, they have this, they have that. These churches, they're so rich. And yet people are dying. People are, people are starving to death. And these pastors, they, can, they have jet every month. They have a new jet. But you have countries, babies who are starving. They don't follow the word of God. They, look at this scripture here. It says that you should sell all that you have and, and give to the poor and follow him. When you do that, you're a disciple and you have little churches who wants to feed the poor. That is a church that has Christ. But these churches, they don't do good things. They only want for themselves. And whatever they're gathering up is treasures on earth that will pass away. Yes. So the man had a lot of possession. He went away sorrowful. Listen to what the Messiah says now. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, that is after the man left feeling angry, sorrowful and all these things because his heart was not on on God. His heart was on his possession. That's why the Messiah says, "Do, do not store up treasures. That's why the Bible says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. That means your heart is filled with evil. You love, you love, you love the wrong things. You love it, um, earthly treasures. You love your house, your car, your this. Your mind is focused on that. And if your heart is on earthly treasures, you will not make it to heaven. Because when your mind is on earthly treasures, you cannot focus on God. That's why he tells you, store up treasures in heaven. Because rust or we are, we are rot, nor, nor, nor dust or thieves can come and, and steal it. But here on earth, it can be destroyed. And these people there in the, the Bible every day, these wicked pastors, these wicked churches, leave from them, flee. Our Messiah is at the door. You don't want him to come and catch you in these churches. You better leave and go home and find God for yourself. A church is not going to help you. 
it is only your your commitment and your and your determination to get to know God that will help you. I, he moved me from one of these churches. I'm telling you. And after I left, my my life has never been the same. I learned to find God on my own. These people, they are liars, right? They are liars. Listen to what he said after the rich man went away crying. I believe he cried. I'm telling you. Right? Our Messiah says to his disciple, Verily, verily, I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. See? Hardly. Again, I say unto you. When he says hardly, listen, he is repeating himself. Again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. So that rich man cannot enter. Why? If you're rich, you have the root of all evil in your heart. Your mind is not on God. Your mind is on the, the earth, the things of this earth. So your mind is not on him. So it is easy for a camel and God can make that happen. It is easier for a camel to go through the, the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into heaven. Look at the door. The eye of the needle is the doorway for a rich man to enter into heaven. No, can that happen? It is, it is, I don't think there's a chance or a possibility for a rich man to enter. The word of God says that. The eye of the needle is the doorway that a rich man can use to go to heaven. No, can that happen, saints of God? It is impossible. It is impossible. I know you have rich, you have wealthy people who are true children of God. They don't, they don't, they don't look on their wealth. They give to the poor. They, 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 they they don't store up their treasures on, on earth. Look at these mega churches. How, how, I remember that when a storm came in, 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 in America, they asked um, Joel Austin to use his church as you know, a place of ref rescue for the people who you know, their homes were, um, got destroyed. He said no. And he's a man of God. That's what he said. He said no. Right? And he's a pastor. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, saints of God? Right? This message is going to be long, but it is good. Right? All these are warnings. All the, the, the Bible verses that I've read are warnings, right? Given to us not to heed to the doctrines of devil that they preach, right? This is the prosperity gospel that our Lord is speaking about. The main aim of Satan is to dilute the good news of Jesus Christ. It is, it is sad to say that because their eyes are blinded and their hearts hardened by the God of this world, the good news is what causes them to cover their ears. Right? In 2 Timothy 4, verse... 3 to 4 it says that for in the last days let's go there this one is very important all of them but this one you know it drives the point home second timothy 4 verse 3 to 4 
For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own loss shall they heap up themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Right? So the gospel in the last days, people will turn away from sound doctrine having itching ears. Remember that in 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 um, the, 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 the Stephan, it is, they stoned him to death, remember? And he was preaching to them. And what these evil people did, they covered their ears. They did not want to hear the true gospel. They did not want to hear the word of God. Because the word of God, eh, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It, it cuts about, it divides, eh, it divides. It does all sorts of things. And so they don't want to hear. Just as in this generation, they, they turn away from the sound doctrine to listen to things that tickle their ears. Right? The gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news. This is the gospel that God provided a way for man to be free from the penalty of sin. Right? Bible verse for that. John 14 verse 6. Romans 6 verse 23. Everyone dies physically, but those who believe in Jesus Christ will have everlasting life. Right? John 11 verse 23 to 26. Right? Those who, those who reject Christ will not only die physically, but will undergo a second death, which they will spend an eternity in the lake of fire. Jesus Christ is the only one in whom salvation can be found. And this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came on the earth as, a ma as man. He walked the earth. He preached. He led, he led a, a great example. Right? He died for our sins. He rose on the third day. He is seated at the right hand throne of God. And he is on his way coming back. This is the gospel we should love why are you listening to prosperity gospel that is not of God? Right? The Bible says that if anyone or any angel preach a gospel, another gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, let them be accursed. Let them be accursed. I hope that this message blesses your hearts. I hope that it opens your minds and awakens your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen.